For the ones who know safety isn't a catchphrase, it's a culture. And the ones who help make sure everyone makes it home safe. For the safety-minded who watch everyone's backs, Granger offers supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as safety assessments and training to keep your facilities safe and your people safer. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hey, everybody, and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. I'm Keith Caulfield, Senior Director of Charts at Billboard. And I'm Katie Atkinson, Billboard's Deputy Editor Digital. Hello, Katie. Hey, Keith. How are you? Great. Good. I'm like, okay. Well, we're going to talk about why I'm just okay later. In a minute. (laughs) Because, as always, the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast is your one-stop shop for all things pop on Billboard's weekly charts. In addition, you can always count on a lively discussion about the latest pop news, fun chart stats and stories, new music, and guest interviews with music stars and folks from the world of pop. Today on the show, we've got big chart news about Roddy Rich and Justin Bieber, and the Oscar nominations are in. Did your and our faves get a nod? Mm. Mm, stay tuned! Mm. Plus... We have an interview, and much happier news, and we have an interview with Joey Fatone. Joey Fatone! So we chatted with Joey about his podcast, his game show hosting gig, of course the 20th anniversary of Bye 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 and No Strings Attached coming up as well, and the future of NSYNC. Oh my god, you guys. We grilled him on that. (laughs) So stick around for all that. But first, before we get started, if you enjoy the podcast, subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast provider, and if you want to explore more podcasts from Billboard, Visit billboard.com slash podcast. First up, let's do the chart chat. Uh, rapper Roddy Rich doubles up at number one on both the Billboard Hot 100 songs and Billboard 200 albums chart as his streaming juggernaut The Box rises three to one on the Hot 100, marking his first number one and the song's parent album, Please Excuse Me for Being Antisocial, returns to number one on Billboard 200, climbing two to one. Uh, The set actually bowed atop the list five weeks ago. Uh, The Box has been a huge streaming success, and its streams are the main cause for the song's run to number one on the Hot 100. Um, And it also plays a big part in getting the album to return to number one on the Billboard 200. In the tracking week ending January 9th, the song surged 60% in streams, rising to 68.2 million streams in the United States that week, according to Nielsen Music MRC data. And now that's actually the biggest streaming week for any non-Christmas song since last August. Um, Yeah, I know. Right. I hear it's a popular song. (laughs) Um, All that hot, hot, hot streaming activity is what prevents Justin Bieber's Yummy from opening at number one on the Hot 100 as the track starts at a lofty number two. It earned 29.3 million streams, though, sold a whopping 71,000 copies, and is also doing quite handsomely on radio airwaves, with a 38 to 10 jump on our all-format radio songs chart. But it just couldn't compete with the enormous streams of the box. Okay, so next, let's talk Oscars. The nominations for the Academy Awards were announced on Monday, January 13th, And you know how last week we chatted about how we thought maybe Jennifer Lopez or Beyonce could get a nomination? 
Well, they didn't. Fools. Come on, man. Fools. I mean, oh, you know how I feel about Scandal. this. Scandal. You know how I feel about this. Um, you, you, I think everyone <laughs> knows how we both feel about this. Um, well, J-Lo was left out of the supporting actress field. Um, <sighs> obviously, she was a contender for her role in Hustlers, which Katie and I both love. We've talked about that a lot. While Beyonce... Justice for Ramona. <laughs> Justice for J-Lo. Um, while Beyonce missed out on a nomination in the Best Original Song category for co-writing the song Spirit from The Lion King. So just to recap, let's look at what did get nominated for Best Original Song. We have I Can't Let You Throw Yourself Away, which was written by Randy Newman from Toy Story 4, an oft-Oscar-nominated songwriter. And a winner. And winner. Yeah. I'm Gonna Love Me Again by Elton John and Bernie Taupin from Rocket Man, which just won the Golden Globe in this category. I'm Standing With You by Diane Warren from Breakthrough. 11-time nominee and zero winner, Diane Warren. Oft nominee. (laughs) Into the Unknown by Kristen Anderson Lopez and Robert Lopez from Frozen 2. I've already won twice previously. And performed by previous Pop Shop guest, Adina Menzel. Yeah. Uh, And finally, Stand Up by Joshua Brian Campbell and Cynthia Erivo, performed by Cynthia as well, from Harriet. Now, Cynthia, by the way, uh, she has two nominations this year for Best Original Song and Best Actress. Mm -hmm. If she wins either of those Oscars, she will complete Emmy, Grammy, Oscar, and Tony. Incredible. So we will find out if that happens when the Academy Awards broadcast live on ABC, coast to coast, February 9th at 3.30 p.m., 6.30 p.m. Eastern. Dun, dun, dun. And now it's time for an interview with Joey Fatone. We had Joey into the office last month, and you guys, he brought us ice cream. Yes. So just FYI, that that comes up in conversation a few times. Yeah, you may you may hear uh, us eating ice cream oh or talking about it. As if having a member of NSYNC in for an interview wasn't already great enough. Uh, he had actually teamed up with Baskin Robbins and DoorDash on a promo in December. I'm sorry to tell you that that promo is now expired, but you know you can still order ice cream anytime you want. So you know we're not trying to keep ice cream from you. Uh, but we, we saw, by the way, we saw ice cream from this thing in our freezer at work, and it was last month. But it's ice cream, it's so ice cream. yeah, it's still good. It's still good. I might go eat some in a second. I had some last week. Oh. So we talked with Joey all about what he's up to these days, including his Two Cups of Joe podcast with his manager and hosting Common Knowledge on the Game Show Network, and of course, we got into all things NSYNC, talking about. 20th anniversary of the release of Bye 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 this month, this week actually, and the upcoming 20th anniversary of No Strings Attached, its parent album, and everything he remembers or doesn't remember from that (laughs) crazy ass time in his life. Uh, Plus, with their Walk of Fame reunion and Coachella performance with Ariana Grande last year, we had to chat about the future of NSYNC and what it might look like. Mm. Oh man. So please enjoy our super fun interview with Joey Fatone. Uh, hello to Joey Fatone and welcome to the Billboard Pop Shop Podcast. What's up? So first of all, we have to just start with thank you because you're, you know, you brought us ice cream today. Yes, yes. <laughs> you know what? I, I love doing stuff like this and stuff, especially like for Bass and Robbins because it's just such a fun fit. Yeah. You know, for me, holiday season, I love, I mean, I live in Florida, so I love ice cream anyway. So regardless yeah. of whether it's in a, in a cold atmosphere or warm atmosphere, ice cream's always good, especially for the holidays. And it's warm here in the office always, <laughs> exactly. so, you know. <laughs> so soon we'll be bringing you uh, some uh, some different types of ice cream soon, so. Awesome. All right. Well, this, I think every interview should start this way. Right? Like, right. Like, that, just yes. start with just, the ice cream. Just bribe us with ice cream. Heck yeah. <laughs> That's all it takes. You are a podcast host yourself now. Yes, sir. With two cups of Joe. <laughs> Correct. Which you co-host with another Joe. Yes, my manager, Joe Movahill. He, yes. Uh, yeah, we came up with this kind of fun idea uh, as far as, you know, getting a different perspective from myself and from a manager standpoint, mm. but also an everyday life standpoint, because 
me and him both have kids. We actually had kids that grew up around the same time, same you know, same time frame, I should say. Uh, he was on tour with me with NSYNC back in the day. I actually have known him since I was 17. Whoa. Working at Universal Studios in Orlando. Were you so, the werewolf, by the uh, way? Yes, I was. Okay, I was that's what we were debating that earlier. <laughs> I was Wolfie, is what they called him. Yeah. <laughs> okay, sorry. Go ahead. I ran around and howled and sang, yes. Uh, very hairy. 95 degree weather. Wasn't fun. But it was, no, it was just, it was just kind of a cool thing. And I think just because of the camaraderie that we have and how many years we've known each other, it was something fun. And we just slowly just started building it and had a fairly quickly big fan base out of the gate, but now we really want to try to make it professional. Because what we, what we haven't done, and we do a lot, of course, we're very animated, so we want to videotape it as well and mm, do that whole yeah. kind of thing. So we haven't done that yet. We're actually taking a little bit of a break, but when we come back, we'll have video content and all that stuff. So. Of course, you did the Singing Bee, and now you have common knowledge on the Game Show Network. Correct. Um, okay, so I'm asking this because I'm a huge game show fan, Go but um, were you like a big game show guy oh, growing yeah. up? Are like, What were some me? of your favorites? Like When you were little, what did you Pressure watch on love. TV? Oh, oh yeah. yeah. I was no so whammy, excited no whammy, no whammy. They brought it back for a yes. while. Is it coming back again, I think? I hope it does. Yeah, Elizabeth uh, oh, Yes, uh, Elizabeth Banks, Banks did it. Yeah. It was so, because what I loved about it is they kept it original. Because mm. back in the day, this is how dorky I am, they did have another one called Whammy. Okay. Original one was called Pressure Love. Then they had another one called they did? Whammy. Spinoff? Wow. It was a spinoff, and they tried to do the kind of, of similar, but they didn't. Mm. And it was just wrong. I, I just didn't like it. It, mm. it was more about the Whammy and the character. <laughs> Overly sure. giving it. I don't know why. Yeah. But then they came back, and when Elizabeth Banks did it, it literally had the whole turnaround. It was like, oh my God, just the whole one. It was great. I love it. I, know, I love it. You're wow. in good company because so we were all, like yeah, geeking out on game, game shows. shows. So yeah. it, was ex- it was exciting for me to get a chance to do something like this. And I've done some game shows before, but not really like this game. Mm. You know what I mean? It's it's a legit, you know, we, we shoot. Huh. Uh, six shows a day. We do it for four weeks. And I, I saw that you've already. Episodes. I was gonna say you've already done more than hundred episodes. That's bonkers. Oh yeah, already, yeah. I think we shot almost over already two hundred. Oh that, is my that god! Most, is that how most game shows work? Where you shoot them all like in one lump they in a month? They do. They try to bang them out as quickly as and and obviously with like I think like for instance prices right and stuff like that. It's actually a few months. I think it's like two or three months because they try to I think do almost like the whole year. They'll favorite oh game show gosh. host. That's oh. not you. Favorite, what's your favorite game show host? Oh, gosh. There's way too many. Wink Martindale's a great Bob one. Barker, uh, Bob Barker. Bob Barker. Pat Sajak. Amazing. Pat Sajak. I never Alex knew he Trebek. was a weatherman mm-hmm. before yeah. that. Mm-hmm. Kind of makes sense. But sports guy, too. Yeah. Sports to be a little guy witty too? and a little funny, though. I don't think weathermen are that, that funny, are they? I, I don't, I don't <laughs> well, know. Well, he was. But so. he was. Yeah. He was quick. That's the he job. has a funny name. I don't know what that job is. Right? I mean, you know, it's like yeah. a funny name. Like you Pat need Sajak. like it's like Dallas Reigns. What are you? That's a weatherman now. Anyway, sorry. 2020 marks some really big milestones. For a group that people are familiar <laughs> Might with, have heard of in sync, in sync, never heard of them. I don't know. You're in this band. Oh, um, <laughs> bye 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 actually came out in January of uh, 2000, mm-hmm. um, and of course March marks the 20th anniversary of the No Strings Attached okay. album. Um, there are so many things uh, to remember that era for, but when you look back, just a big blur. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say what <laughs> what sticks out in your mind during all that sort of no strings attached bye 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 madness. It, it, it is almost like someone taking a, a recorder and pressing fast forward. Mm-hmm. When you say that, it really is. It just goes blah, blah, warp like speed. Everything that just warp, and things just that warp blur. through my head is like. You know, the big performances that we did, which was like Super Bowl or recording the studio with Phil Collins or mm. being at Radio City Music Hall with Celine Dion or doing the Super Bowl with Aerosmith. And as you're saying, and then also it goes back to flashing of recording the songs in the booth in the recording right. studio and stupid crap that we did to entertain ourselves. <laughs> Lights are farts on fire, you know, stuff like that. Wait, did you actually do that in the studio? <laughs> Not in the studio, but well, you want to you laugh. I'll tell you a little. Yeah. I'm, I'm all down for you telling me about NSYNC. Are you, are you familiar with the uh, the songs of, of, of NSYNC? Yes. NSYNC, uh, uh, she, you know, the Pop Shop you know podcast Space knows. Cowboy, oh, of course. Of course. Okay. <laughs> I can't believe I'm telling you this. <laughs> I was in the booth. We were getting ready to sing one part, and I decided to rip a fart in the studio. 
So they decided to take it and sample the noise of the fart. And if you listen very carefully, it happens very quickly. It's on an offbeat of the beginning in Space Cowboy. So it's like... And it's a little... like On the offbeat, very quietly, you'll hear... And ladies and gentlemen, that's my ass. So, so if we look in the liner notes and the credits for that album, do you get like an extra yeah, percussion right. credit I on right. that track? <laughs> percussion credit. Yes. It's like yeah. symbols and farts provided by <laughs> Joey Fatone. Um, well, so now you know. That's, so what sticks out the most for you in that entire era is you farting <laughs> Yep. In, in the studio. Yep. Of all things to remember. I mean, do you honestly wish you could like go back and press pause on some of those big things? Like, you were just like naming names, Phil more. Collins, Celine Dion, well, like all that weird. stuff. Yeah, like looking at the, even the, even touring and looking at the stadiums that we did. You're, and I mean, even, even me saying it out of my mouth just sounds silly <laughs> as far as we did stadium tours. Like, yeah. Like you can't, I don't know. It's like weird to fathom that. Was Pop Odyssey first No Strings or was that for Celebrity? No Strings was first as far as the tour is concerned. Pop Odyssey came out after. The yeah. Pop Odyssey tour. Okay, great. Sorry. Contra, yeah. I was trying no. to remember which stadium tour <laughs> yeah, yeah, was Pop, with. Pop Odyssey Order. was the stadium. Got it. But we were, yeah, we were doing those and it's like, there's a picture. I have a picture of my house that somebody took and it's like, it's elongated, obviously. It's almost like a panoramic. Mm. Way up at the top. It's the stadium <laughs> before the show even started. It's like almost like during the day. And mm. usually, you know, people usually get there when the the opening act gets there and all that stuff. We actually had a B stage outside of the mm. stadium oh. that had other acts performing. It was like a festival, so, basically. Exactly. And when people came in, though, it was a cool picture because the stadium was almost completely full and the lights were, it was still daylight. And people were all sitting there and you look at it, it's like, you know, 60, 70,000 people. Whoa. And we were doing that at night. Yeah. That's weird to really think about. Mm-hmm. When people are like, oh, yeah, Arena, you know, we did 15,000. Oh, my God, it was packed. It was crazy. It's like, yeah, do 60. Mm. You can't see anybody. It's a blur. It right. really is. It's like it goes from you see people's heads to blur in the back. You don't know. You can't see anything. <laughs> yeah. But it's like one of those things where it's really surreal. Yeah. It really was. It's one of those out of, it feels like an out of body experience. Like, I, I, like I've done it. I know I've done it. But it's like a and different yet, life for me. And it was just very surreal, those kind of things. And when people ask me all the time, it still seems a little surreal. Mm. You know? Yeah. Or when you when you when you think it's really surreal when people, other celebrities know who you are. Mm. And you would never really think that. Mm-hmm. It sounds weird, but it's true. Like, you know, I've had uh, uh you know, a big huge of, of Christopher Reeves, you know, growing up, Superman. Mm. And after he got into the accident before he passed, him and his wife and his kid came to one of our shows back in the day. And that was like a highlight for me. And I was just like, I can't believe this dude is coming Superman's to see Superman's coming to see me do yeah. something. And it's right. like, holy crap. Superman. You yeah. know, or, you know, you, 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 I was, uh, another one that just from a flashback was really funny because I introduced myself and he's like, I know who you are. <laughs> but I was, we were in Italy for a Versace, this just sounds so hoity-toity. <laughs> we were in <laughs> Italy in, uh, at, at Versace's house. Wow. Sure. And we did the runway the day, that night and then we, they had a party at her house and it was when, Obviously, his sister was was alive. Obviously, Versace was passed. Donatella. But uh, Donatella, yeah. So he invited us and all the Molly right to, to our dinner at her house. So we're all hanging out, and I see Boy George. So I'm like, oh. hey, Boy George, nice to meet you. Blah, blah, blah. My name is Joey Fatone. She goes, I know who you are, he says. <laughs> and I'm like, I would never think that he would know who the hell I am. Right. I'm like, you know, dude, a huge fan. I mean, Culture Club was my, yeah. my, my jam back in the day. So it was just really funny how certain people... They know who you are, but it's weird that they, you know that they know who you are. It's weird. It's weird. <laughs> like, again, it's just like random stuff. We were rehearsing for Grammys back in the day. And as we were rehearsing this, this acapella breakdown, legitimately in the arena in a bathroom, Paul Simon walks in. Oh. And we all was like, ah, like the record scratch kind of feel. And we're like, he's like, no, 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 keep singing. That's why I came in. I heard you guys singing. Oh. So I just wanted to come in and listen to you guys. He's oh, like, what? Two walk group is in the bathroom. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so we did the whole thing. It's like, that's 
really good because it was really cool intricate harmonies because it was like was this one the of the first time tribute? No. no no it was this i promise you we sang oh. which was oh. we went from black and white into color mm-hmm. it was oh, yeah. actually yep. a video yeah but the cool thing about it was it was one of the times that we never it was completely 100 percent live meaning like usually sometimes they'll use background sweeteners yeah. for the background vocals but leads are live mm-hmm. it was completely live it was a whole new rendition of like the, the arrangement was completely different and new praying that we didn't screw up because <laughs> we screwed up that was it but we didn't think yeah, <laughs> but there's so many. There's so many. That's the thing. I can go on and on forever about every memory I've ever had because they're all, they're all really good. Yeah. I think the one thing that honestly tops it for me is having my two kids. I didn't have them personally, but you know what I mean. <laughs> but you know, you aside all the other stuff, yeah, my kids are the are, are the bigger factor of all of it. But again, everything I've done means nothing without them. Now. Yep. you know what I mean. Yep. It's weird. It's interesting as you get older. You you know, take a different perspective. Sure, absolutely. And what's incredible is we're talking a lot about the past, but there have been so many things to get excited about for NSYNC fans in the last, like, year plus, starting with your Walk of Fame ceremony last spring. Crazy. Which brought all five of you together, and the pop-up shop, and the merch, and and then Coachella this yeah. spring. Um, Who knew? Yeah, did you have, I, honestly, did you have any idea that <laughs> It's NSYNC like the little engine be, that, that could, yeah. like, we're there, but we're not. You know what I mean? Like, well, people are like, we're still the having yeah. huge pop culture moments. Yeah, I think because, obviously, the time of it is is something, I think, that the, that I think this, not say world, but the United States kind of needs, meaning, meaning bringing back the 90s as far as the music and the fun. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you, there's always things that, that make you, you know, get down and sad and this and that, but things that really kind of lift you up. And especially the the demographic and the age now that are in their, you know, 20s and 30s, mm-hmm. we're all listeners of NSYNC and Backstreet Boys and all that stuff. Yep. So that's starting to kind of come back now. And I think that's why... I was there when I was in high yeah, school. See, that's yep. why, I think that's why it's it's really kind of coming back because people just miss those times. Yeah. And I think everybody is for that matter. I mean, even, like, even for me, it was like when people think an 80s flashback, I'm like, ah! Because I was, I was an 80s kid, though. I was born in 77. So yep. as I grew up, I grew up in the 80s. So I know those kind of things and I can relate to those things. So I understand when people are like, oh my gosh, you know, you were in that group in sync. It's like, I always have to think when people go, oh yeah, and I like... Sometimes it gets annoying to people, or even like myself or celebrities, like when people come up to you and kind of like always I ask you, Oh my God, you're the so and so. What you really don't realize from a celebrity standpoint, my brain goes, It doesn't bother me. A lot mm. of people go, Celebrities, doesn't that bother you? And I'm like, mm. No, it doesn't because if you didn't know who I am I'm, or knew who I was, I guess I'm out of a job mm. or I, I didn't do what I was supposed to do maybe for my job, you know, as far as performing and singing. Hey, they recognize you. Like, oh yeah, it's me. It's like, oh, that's a refreshing a, way to. I was gonna say that's a great perspective. The perspective is, is I don't have a job. <laughs> See, Baskin and Robbins would have never <laughs> hired me if they didn't know who Joey Fatone was. Let's bring be real. It, bring Seriously. it, bring it, uh, it all back to the ice. There well, you go. Speaking of the ice cream, we need to invite in our colleagues to enjoy it. But I want one, to ask one more question. Yeah, this is super important. Um, I know you're probably asked this all the time, and never. you probably have a great way of not mm-hmm. answering it. But did that Coachella performance, you know, spark anything? Open the door for it maybe? It sparked a lot. It made me realize how beautiful Lance's eyes are. Ah, shut it's up, sparkled. Joey. <laughs> Give us the real answer. It sparkled. We know his eyes are sparkling. They're green and they're gorgeous. Um, like we saw the quartet version. Is that an well, incarnation well, we can see again? We, uh, the long story. Try to make the long story short about the whole thing, though. But it did approach to us where Ariana wanted the five of us to do it. Of course. We uh, we talked all of us and. Justin wasn't able to just because he literally was finishing his tour on, right. I think, Sunday mm. like or Saturday. And I think the thing was on Sunday or something. I can't remember yeah. what it was. It was literally the next day. So he was like, hey, if you guys want to do it, go for it. He goes, it's not my wheelhouse right now to do something like that. And I can't even think about that right now. I got all the projects. Dude, no but gave the blessing. Yeah, yeah, blessing. Hey, let's go for it. All right, cool. Let's check it out. So the four of us kind of got there together. Hey, do we want to do it? Sure, why not? It's no party, no foul, first of all. It's an homage to, to us because Ariana put, you know, 
makes me ill a portion of that in her song which was cool such a I huge think, shout out I don't think many people knew that that was that and a lot of people really didn't know that which I think <laughs> is kind of cool because it was a little more subliminal because people never really heard a lot of makes me unless right. you were a fan of NSYNC uh, then right. you would know yes. but not many people did so I think when we came out to do it I was like oh it clicked and then she wanted to do like one of one of our songs as well after so she's like I want to do Tearing Up My Heart so like, hey let's do Tearing Up My Heart yeah. usually I thought it was going to be Bye 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 or something like that but nope Tearing Up My Heart great <laughs> after we did that it was literally like you know what let's just have fun doing it we're not there's nothing on our shoulders really we're not creating a new album mm-hmm. we're not performing for a co- competition we're just going out performing like we used to Ari Ari's going to be kind of like the fifth the fifth member for this one. Let's have fun. Mm-hmm. And it was a blast. Then we started getting phone calls, of course. Of well, course. Yeah, back together. What are you doing? Oh my gosh, there's an offer here. This that. 4% tour. Our, there were yeah. offers. There were offers. <laughs> there there were there were actually yeah, there were offers thrown at the table, but the whole thing was is I don't think we were ready for it yet. I don't think even at the moment like to really mentally wrap our head around to see what we want to do and that's I think that's the conversation that we really have to have that we haven't had yet is really going do we want to do it or do we not? Mm-hmm. And if we do want to do it, what is it? Right. You know, and that's something that, that will definitely, I think, take some time just due to the fact that I'm sure Baxter did the same thing. Mm-hmm. You know, meaning like... They, they did it without one of the yeah. members. Yeah. Well, that's For the thing. While, the funny yeah. part about them is I always say the joke because they do take little breaks here and there. They've never really gone away. So every time they sing Backstreet's back, then they're not back. They've never left. <laughs> Kevin's still for here. A minute, you just keep, never you just keep catching them in live. Still yeah. here. All right. Backstreet's here. All right. Well, I, I, I will say, and you, you mentioned Backstreet. I mean, take that. Did it without Robbie. Spice for a while. Girls did it without yep. Victoria. Spice Girls is doing it yep. without Victoria, but Victoria's yeah. given the full blessing. Uh-huh. Um, it's a unique situation. So we understand that it's not. No, no, it's not. It's not. And I will say, it's not a no, but it's not a yes. Because the thing is, is we may come up with an idea, and it may not work for all of us. Sure. I mean, the reality of it is, and I said this in another interview, that you know, we're not in our twenties anymore. We were, were literally nobody's in our twenties. Almost everybody is is about to touch forty, except for Justin. I'm forty. Chris is way forty. J- JC's forty. We we and googled l- this earlier. We're like, Chris is that old? Oh yeah. Chris Poor mentally Chris. is that young. He's that old. He'll be the first to mention it though. I mean, he'll oh, be yeah. okay oh, with yeah, that. Oh yeah, he does. He does. But it's it's just it's one of those things of really under like trying to figure out what direction that is going to be. What what, right. what can we do and how we can do it. And if it's going to work, yeah. meaning like we just we want to make sure. And I know for me, I can't speak for any other guys. If I did do something like this, I think it's just something that's definitely will want to do maybe more music, but also have fun doing it. Yeah. You know? Do you know what I mean? Like, yep. for instance, and I've asked the other guys from other groups, there's not a lot of pressure anymore. It's not it, it, usually back in the day it was, you know, you need to be number one. You need to do this. This should be that. This should be this for us. If we ever came back out, it's like. It'd be nice to do all this stuff and be number one, but you we're not. We've to. already done it. It would be for fun. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. We're we're four, we're in our forties. Yeah, we got kids now. Well, I'll be there. You know I'm what just mean? saying. Yeah. If it the happens, I'll be there. going to be completely different. That's for damn sure. <laughs> <laughs> no, no more kids running around. No groupies. <laughs> All right, well, I hope if you do come back, I hope that all four of you or five of you are still bringing us ice cream. You know, I hope that this this, uh, will be a group effort next time. See what happens. You talk about NSYNC, you get Baskin Robbins. (laughs) You know, how does that happen? Um, We really appreciate you bringing this in. We appreciate you coming in, and uh, we look forward to whatever you have in the future. Yay! Yay. (laughs) It's the season, people. Thank you, Joey. So much to Joey for coming in and for bringing ice cream and for just being here. For and being, Joey. You know, you know. Uh, and for those counting at home, that's two fifths of NSYNC on the Pop Shop podcast so far. After we had Lance in in two, uh, 2018, so it looks like I need to make three more phone calls and then complete the whole set. Sure, we'll complete the entire <laughs> set. Alrighty, and now it's time for the chart set of the week. Bye, bye, bye. Bye, bye. 
Uh, keeping with the NSYNC theme, uh, we're going to go with 20 years ago this week, NSYNC's Bye 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 was released. And boy, was it the start of something huge uh, on our charts. Yes. And in music history in general, frankly. Uh, the track got its first airplay spin actually on January 10th, 2000, and was officially released on January 11th. The song would go on to spend 10 weeks at number one on the Pop Songs Airplay chart and was, of course, the lead-off track from the group's hugely successful album, No Strings Attached. Now, the set debuted at number one on the Billboard 200 chart dated April 8th, 2000, selling a massive 2.42 million copies in the United States in its first week. Now, that was the biggest week ever for an album in terms of single-week album sales since Nielsen Music began tracking sales back in 1991. And that record would stand until December of 2015, when Adele's 25 debuted with 3.38 million sold. So there you have it, just a short chart stat of the week. 20 years ago this week, NSYNC began a swift march to Billboard chart history and music history with the release of Bye Bye Bye. Okay. You guys, an NSYNC episode. How exciting. It's, yeah. <laughs> Soon, Katie will just be hosting the NSYNC cast. <laughs> I feel like, yeah, if, if we need to do a Madonna cast, clearly, to repay <laughs> Keith I, for doing this. <laughs> I think that happens almost monthly at this point. Um, what song should we go out on? Well, since it's the NSYNC episode, I... Well, actually, it's specifically, like, 20th anniversary of No Strings Attached episode. You know what song I love on that album? Is all there, of them? I mean, all of them. Right. But their cover of Just Got Paid... By Johnny Kemp. I yeah. love that song. Let's, Didn't they perform that? They performed it on the Billboard Music Awards. That's right, at the BBMAs. So I feel like that's a fun song to go out on. All right, see you guys next time. Bye. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere. And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.